Welcome to The Blend. Good evening, good people. Hope you had a great midweek to date thus far and everything is settled. Your evening is settled uh, and that good rest awaits you. We'll be continuing our discussion from last week's podcast with regards to the new generation of game changers we were talking about. And as it related to them being drivers of independence, true independence. We have today is our guest, Play Odds. Say hello. Hey, 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 everybody doing All right. <laughs> Uh, who, who's going to actually share his millennial wisdom and, and knowledge as a follow-up to how we can understand the varied perspectives among a multi-generational landscape we experience across various operations and the workforce. So how are you doing today, sir? Doing pretty good. Another day, another dollar, as they always say. Um, <laughs> coming in right after the fourth. Um, nice. You know. So, yeah. Nice, nice. So thank you for joining us. You know, as you know, we touched on a good deal of points in uh, in last week's episode that address why we should continue to support and actually increase our support to newer generations. You know, we definitely would be remiss if we didn't get an actual true account and perspective from one of the most important generations among us today if i can be quite honest oh yeah uh you know your insight is appreciated so thank you for being here most definitely most definitely awesome awesome so we'll get right into it you know what were your thoughts after you heard the show last week um it's definitely a lot of good stuff um just in regards to like hearing it from a generation that came before us and kind of explaining it and hearing it from that perspective i think it gives good insight for our generation to be able to know that one generations before us can kind of see what's going on and how much of an influence that we bring to the table um but it's always good to hear like the world that you live in explained from somebody that comes from a different you know the same world but at a different time you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like we can hear from that perspective and, you know, they know a lot more lessons than we do. And they've kind of seen st- things that we you know, might have seen and might see, you know, later on in our lives there. I think it's pretty interesting perspective to be able to hear that our situation explained from somebody else's point of view that's been in a, in a similar age. They were at one point in time our age in right. a different kind of time. there. So it's kind of interesting to kind of hear that. Right. Right. So was there anything that stood out? And I guess let me let me preface this by saying, you know, first of all, a lot of people view the millennial generation as that age group that was born. Some things you look up on on do a little Internet search. You might see some people say it ranges from 1980 to 1994. Some people say 1981 to 1996. Um, but what year, you know, where, would you fall into that category? from your own words your your own mouth what (laughs) year of birth are we working with with you so you know they call us the 90s babies so right we you know we talk about 94 okay Um, a lot of good stuff happened in 94 you know Illmatic came out you know uh, a lot of stuff hip-hop heads know a lot of good albums came out that time but yeah 94 to now you know 2019 going into 2020 one in particular not not, not, Illmatic came out yeah Illmatic came out 94 uh 
kind of changed the game and the landscape of a lot of stuff. So nice, definitely nice. a good year to be born that year. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to give people the perspective. So in case you did not know, the age groups of what most, you know, all of these wonderful Harvard studies. And I think I mentioned last week, uh, Gallup studies, Deloitte studies, uh, all of their ranges for what is defined as a millennial generation stems from 1980 to 1994. In some cases, they'll say 1981 to 1996. So we are truly dealing with somebody, their perspective that are that falls in within that, you know, that I guess I, I'm going to call it a societal norm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because there's a part of me as a Gen Xer that thinks I'm a millennial at heart. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole nother episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, truly, you know, when it when it comes to you heard the last episode, when it comes to independence and true independence, creating and building, what are ways in your generation right now? that you feel or seen uh, that actually enhances or support where we need to be. Mm. Uh, Of course, you know, I'm always coming from the angle of uh, as a people, but more importantly, as humanity, you know, as a whole for the greater good. Um, Obviously, the easiest one is probably for our generation is social media. Um, Mm. Social media, you know, obviously didn't exist for previous generations. our generation is exposed to so much stuff in such short amounts of time um, that, you know, it's a gift and a curse. But speaking from the gift side, you know, in, in regards to independence, um, because we are exposed to so much information and more information than anybody that came before us, we have advantages on being able to pinpoint trends and act on trends faster than any other generation, which mm-hmm. makes us thus more, you know, much more powerful and being able to use those, you know, technological advances to our advantage and being able to move it forward for our right. own independence there so that kind of um i think that's the biggest thing for us social media really kind of separated our generation from everybody else because you know no i can't think of any other generation that had to deal with this much information thrown at them at a, in a short amount of time so we right, have to figure out right. how to basically we have to figure out all this information how to make sense of it all mm-hmm. and to, to utilize it in, a, in the best way possible for independence there. Perfect. That makes sense. I mean, so with regards to, you know, uh, as you see in the world right now, we have a lot of different conflicts. Um, man, I don't think this world would be able to just kind of keep moving. And unfortunately, that's the way it feels. And I can imagine how it feels for newer generations. It's like there's always a constant flow of drama. Right. Um, <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the current leadership. Right. You know, that's representing a, a national landscape. And, and, and I'm not just talking about the, the U.S., you know, yeah. let's keep it real. Yeah. But, uh, you know, everywhere we turn, we're looking at drama. We're looking at conflict. It's almost like life cannot go on if there is not drama or conflict somewhere in the mix. What is the difference between uh, when there was conflict or were injustices uh, and still are? Let's not get it twisted right. um, across in past generations, what is the difference between when conflict or injustices arose in past generations and how it was handled versus current generations are handling it? And and what what are the forms of delays? Uh, if you heard that first podcast, mm-hmm. you know what are the forms of delays that are wrapped up into that? How do you you know yeah. how do you feel is hand- handled and in, in based on what you've seen? Yes, uh, that's like three part question, but <laughs> it all goes together. It's, it's it all, all flows. Yeah, it's all good. So like just kind of tackling the, the first part, um, I think 
how we deal, our generation deals with conflict. You brought up a good point. You know, conflict is going to, conflict is somewhat necessary in the right. earlier stages of human development. And I say human development more so as like, you know, us as a society, you're not just right. black, white. I'm talking about if you bleed, you have bones, you know, you know, we have growing pains in our earlier, our earlier phases here. Now, in general, you know, conflict, you know, come out of conflict comes growth. But how we attack conflict and things of that nature um, is going to be something different that our generation does a little bit differently. One thing that we do differently from any other kind of generation um, in regards to conflict is, um, you know, well, nowadays in our generation, we have social media again. Um, so anytime some kind of conflict arises, whether it be like a, you know, some political thing or something that's going on or somebody got killed in the street, um, you know, back in the day, a lot of people might have did, you know, a couple marches here and there. And then, you know, they might have flipped some cars, things of that nature. And, um, you know, and that's all good and honky dory. But at the end of the day, you know, change was made. But it's, you know, it's this very small incremental, incremental amount of change that was made there. Now, from our generation, if something happens, say a school shooting happens and something like that goes about, we now have people and we have so much information due to the social media age to where, okay, you know, that conflict happened. We're not going to let it, you know, just kind of fly over people. Mm -hmm. When people protest nowadays, it's more so, you know, we had, we're backed up with facts. You know, it's people figuring out ways to get bills put into place. Like, you know, mm. like shit actually happens. Like, it's not a situation where it's like, okay, we just, you know, go out and, and get reckless. And then, you know, that stuff still happens, you know. You know, with any generation, you still have the, the people who just go out and kind of take advantage of the situation. But I think now with our so much information that people have and it's so much dirty like, for instance, like the conflict that happened with um, the whole Hollywood thing that happened with the females where people, you know, females were coming out saying that, you know, a lot of mm. stuff was happening with a lot of actors behind closed doors. You know, something like that happening happened because of social media. Something right. like that happened because of what was going on with this generation being the able exposure. to expose it, exposure. Right. And having the amount of information to expose a conflict like that. Now, that's not to say like that conflict wouldn't have been exposed any differently in a different generation or a different time. But I would I would argue and say, like, yeah, our generation in this time and social media time definitely enhanced it. It made mm -hmm. it move around the globe more. And it made, you know, it actually it was a trend on Twitter, on all social media forums to where, you know, people had to actually make a change. Like, you know, people had to acknowledge these these evils immediately mm. versus kind of delaying it. Where we're kind of getting into a delay as well, because there is no delays in our society kind of touching on that delays. Delays for our generation speaking for people that are like you know the 20 somethings and you know people that's teenagers delays in our society are very short man um, i'm learning because, because I'm learning. a delay you know somebody else might be you know i gotta wait a week or something like that nowadays with social media and with just information today marketing and advertising and all the stuff that's going on that we deal with on a daily day-to-day -day basis keeping up with trends and stuff like that like a delay is i mean a delay could be seconds a delay could be a right. day you know what I mean? Like delays are of a concern, but I think one of the, the the good things about our generation is that we figure because stuff is happening so fast, the delays are shorter and we also figure out ways to get past the delays, you know, right. whether that be in, you know, in business. Right. So, for example, mm. you know, in business back in the day for another generation, like, hey, I want to start a business. Boom, boom, boom. OK, we go to the office and you get an LLC. Boom, boom. And then you build your own company. You know, and that takes time. You can call that a delay. You know, you might not have cash flow or something like that, or you might not have the demographic or people. Well, fast forward now. So think about a kid that's 18 year old, years old now, 
that comes up and say 2018, 2019, hey, I want to start a business. Okay, what do you have? Okay, well, I have this, this, and the third. Okay, where, where's your where's your audience? Oh, I have it right here on my phone. Right, right. Let me show you. Yeah, let I have, me show yeah, you. I'll show you my audience right here. And right, I'll, I'll make right. an Instagram account and, you know, I'll be, that's my audience there. That's my customers. And it's direct to consumer. We don't, we cut out, the middleman is completely cut out. So Man. we can go directly to the source and that eliminate that that eliminates a delay. Back in the day in the 80s, 70s, <laughs> you know, you it. had to go through different loopholes, marketing and stuff like that. And then get with certain people nowadays, man, we could just open the phone and be like, man, let's go ahead and let's figure it out. Because, you know, we got the audience right here. I so love I guess it. it's a shorter delay. I if I don't want to answer your question, though. So. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a lot. Yeah, uh, you notice I didn't <laughs> I didn't have a whole lot to say or ask. But um, so when we man. Mind blown, first of all. And this is why we said don't sleep. Like, please don't sleep on this new generation. Without them, there is no next day. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I think Love put it best when he said, if you don't evolve, you don't change, this world will swallow you up tomorrow. Okay. That's what he said. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and that change is driven by this generation. Just in Play Oz's short synopsis, and that's, that was just one question. <laughs> This is crazy. This is what I'm talking about. Um, you know, y'all need to see beyond the lyrics and the music that is upholding this generation. Y'all really need to to stop making assumptions. Y'all need to look into and really listen to what they are saying. Uh, you know, he said a whole lot in just one questions. I got a whole bunch of questions, <laughs> but he said a lot in that one. And if could you imagine what others are doing if they're trying to say the same thing? But they're just doing it through their art or they're just doing it through their music. They're mm -hmm. doing it through their lyrics. They're doing it through their activism. Mm -hmm. They're doing it through, um, you know, their their works. Right. Yeah. And this is what people are missing. I'm, and I'm, de I'm definitely not the only one. Like, it's no, it's a lot of it's a lot of. And that's another thing. Like, if you look at social media. You know, they call them the woke kids of today. You know, if you woke, that's like a new little saying now or whatever. But but don't I mean, water that down. Yeah, we not. Yeah, we not. Because there's some people that woke that act like they can't learn nothing else right, from exactly. nobody. And right. that's totally yeah, yeah. the wrong. You're, yeah, that's not. You don't that's, even fit the category. That's the anymore. wrong paradigm. Exactly. We going backwards, y'all. Right, right. We can't continue to be stiff neck people. But, but, you can be woke and be open. Right. Exactly. To the right counsel. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. a and it's a lot more of, of me out there, you know, and everywhere. Like, you know, I have friends that I associate myself with that think the same way. And really, at this time, it's just about keeping that number continuously growing, because the mm -hmm. more people that have conversations like this, the more things start to happen. You know, obviously, we talked about exactly. delays. Delays are only going to get keep getting shorter and shorter. And pretty soon, you know. We'll be able to do literally whatever we want to do at any moment in time with no kind of delay just because of how technology is going. So at the end of the day, it's all about everybody being on the same page. I think that's the end game, really, for the whole world. You know, the best way to do that is through, you know, technology is going to bring us bring us to a point in society where everybody is going to be interlinked eventually anyways. Mm -hmm. You know, so travel, whether you want to look at it from travel, I'm not trying to go too veer off or nothing like that, but whether you look at it from like say like travel or anything like that, you know, as far as technology, connecting countries, connecting cultures, pretty soon like travel, for instance, like travel into another country 
in say 100 years from now might take you 30 minutes via some kind of technology we might not have ever heard of before that's fine you know but that blends cultures now so there's not a so now for me to be able to go to another country and experience some that's a 30 minute travel you know it's really easy to do something like that so that blends the cultures and then you know then we're all together at that point so i don't know that's i think that's where it's going to end up and the only way we do that is having conversations like this with yeah. and keeping keeping the people growing like this so that's awesome awesome so collaboration is yeah. one way to deal with those you know those those conflicts or or mm-hmm. injustices um and I, we mentioned in the last uh, last week's podcast it's not basically a want among corporate cultures uh ventures whatever initiative is out there it's no longer a want it's an absolute necessity it's mm-hmm. a need so um, embracing, you know, this newer generation's viewpoints and how things are going to be able to expand and grow uh, in tomorrow is, is so critical. So good points. Good points. So, you know, in terms of, you know, you talked about how to what those delays might might be. You know, what is the experience uh, from your lens again of, or what it feels like or means to be a part of a paradigm? that that adopts the uh the premise you know adapt or be left behind man um being in the midst of a constantly changing you know world by the second is um it's something to definitely something to definitely see i mean we, i live in it you know on the day-to-day now i might not be the most social media heavy person but speaking for the individuals that are um you know everything it changes every day like lingo changes every single day you know somebody might have figured out a a different way to use say instagram or twitter or something like that to make a different kind of money that somebody else didn't do maybe a week ago and like yo they use just it like this week? just a week you know it's like it moves oh wow that they, fast? yeah like or like Ooh. you know obviously you know from fashion and style and things of that nature that always has changed you know pretty fast but if you're we talking about just from a business perspective like it's so many different companies that are developing different things so fast because they have access now like the access that people have now again the information due to like just technology and where our generation lies from just the information age in general is crazy because we have to figure out what to do with all this information but people are doing that's the thing and it's moving Mm. so fast to where you have to keep up with what the new thing is every single day why why do you think people are not trying to figure it out but and, and, and like well, like real talk, why do you think they are not trying to figure it out? Is it fear? Is it envy? Is it oh, they took our jobs? Oh, you're talking about what, for what, other, what gener- other generations. Yeah, so the generation man. came before. Let's let's keep I it think, 100. Yeah. What, what do you think is what you think is their delay? <laughs> I think I think I think it happened when when information, aka the internet and stuff like that, first came in. Mm. You know, it was looked at as like. People knew the good in it in older generations have seen the good in it, but mm. some people didn't invest. And, you know, now they probably kicking themselves that they didn't invest in something like the Internet at that point in time. Um, okay. Some people kind of look That's at fair. it as a, as a thing of like, I don't know, like older generations might look at it, of it as just like an entertainment tool. I guess like mm. they kind of they kind of miss it's a, it's a, They put the wrong definition on. They kind of wrote it off in the wrong definition earlier. And I think now even when something happens out of it it's just like it's just like when you put a stamp on something at an early time and it's been ingrained in people's minds like that and they just you know because at first people didn't really utilize the internet in a crazy innovative way 
you know, from a business perspective, it was more so like, wow, we can connect with people around the world. And then later on, like people started like, okay, companies started developing and saying, oh, well, we can start buying products from the internet. Oh, we can start doing this from the internet. Oh, we can start mm-hmm. doing this. And then our generation took it to another level. Okay, okay, well, bam, we can get right to the consumer and, you know, we can have different social media avenues and people can become their own celebrities and have their own companies on their own, like, you know, social media platforms. And now you don't even have to do that. Like cutting out the middleman that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, cutting out the middleman. But I think what what happened was the earlier generation just dismissed it and put kind of a a different definition on it. And Mm. depending on which ones you talk, there's some people that got with it and said, hey, I'm going to follow everything that this generation is doing because, again, shorter delays... Cutting out the middleman, I'll rock with that. So they want to be a part of that. And then some people kind of just wrote it off. It's like, we're going, we're going to do it the old-fashioned way. We're going to you know, do it. And that's fine. But I think that's where the disconnect are. I think people just kind of like, they're not afraid. I don't think it's, it might be some jealousy. You know, some people might be like, well, damn, how come I didn't think of it? How come I didn't utilize it like that? Mm-hmm. And you can't really have that mentality. It's going to be people that, it's going to be a generation before us, like that comes after us. Right. That's going to be doing stuff that's way crazier than what's going on right now. We think right now is crazy. We think cutting out the middleman was tight. It might be something completely different where, like, we might be integrated with technology, like, as a human being. To oh, where the technology and the internet and information. Yeah, AI. So, like, Ooh, we. Ooh, that's we, some scary stuff, man. Yeah. I'm listening. But I'm, that's the I'm next pretty step. open. Think of, I'm, I'm, my, I'm, my mind is pretty open, but I'm going to tell you right there, right there. Yeah. <laughs> listen. That that's a different. That's we might be the one saying that. That's a different ball game. My gen, my gen, my generation might be like, yo, like, yeah, we we like information and all, but it's kind of we don't want it in us now. Yeah, we don't man. want it. We don't want the chip in us now. We, I will like, it's flesh and bone, <laughs> you know. Then we already come from this whole right uh, place of them identifying us as property. Exactly, and, and then, I'm talking about as a people, but y'all know what oh, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, but that's but see yeah. how see how the dynamic changes. We go from mm. the ones that were talked about, like oh, I'm jealous of them. Then we end up. It's gonna be some people in my generation that look at that, like people getting chipped up and turning, you know, because information is gonna integrate with the human. That's gonna mm. be the end game in anyways. Man. And when they start seeing that, my generation people in my generation might start turning into some of y'all. That was like oh, we don't like how like people look at our generation and say oh, we want to be a part of it. We might end up being like that to the next one. Like I'm not about to put a chip in my arm, and then it's the cycle over and over again. You mm. have people that get on board and people that don't get on board and get left behind. Yeah. But um, I think that's, that's the that's the main thing. Like it's not out of I, don't, I think it's a combination. It's not jealousy. It's not. I think it's just you know people. I think the biggest part is people just kind of put the wrong label on it at its yeah. earliest phase and then wait until it developed to see what to what it is now and then they feel like well it's too late for me to get in and it's like you know why do it now you know i'm already kind of like whether you be 40 something 50 something 60 something it's like it's, you know it's no point i'm gonna just do my stuff now yeah yeah that's good that's good wow i only have a few words part two next week don't miss it. Have a good evening.